It's official. Chase is launching the new user experience from Cardlytics. Hey everyone, Austin Swanson here, aka 24-7. Today I'm discussing Cardlytics and specifically the news that Chase is launching the new user experience, which also confirms that they are the large bank partner that has already moved to the new ad server. That's a quick timestamp. Today is March 17th, 2023. Stock price around $3.20 for a market cap of approximately $100 million. So yesterday, uh, Cliff Sosen posted a video uh, on Twitter of Chase and the new user experience. So right away, you can see the use of images on the outside of offers. Before it was just logos. You have categorization to more easily find offers. You have then also not only images on the outside of offers, which will increase the amount of activations and click-throughs, but also images in the inside of offers, which will increase the amount of click-out rates to external websites and then increase the amount of redemptions. So this is very big news. But what also does this mean? What does this all unlock? So the new user experience unlocks enhancements such as the new UI with the richer imagery, new product level offers. So this is where Bridge is coming into play. New category level and department level offers and the associated ad budgets that Carlix currently uh, or previously up until now, they could not tap into. More spend stretch offers, new time of day offers, more and enhanced intro offers, new local and SMB offers, and more. And this is just on the UI or, or on the new user experience. This is different than there's additional things that I'll discuss with the new ad server. So I believe some of these uh, are the new offer constructs that will be up in Q1 and Q2 this year. So this is all, this is why we have a positive impact now, not a year from now. So this also unlocks this new user experience, new ad budgets. There's advertising budgets that are only at the category level and department level. And therefore these advertisers previously could not use Cardlytics that were only offering offers at the store level. So this is where someone like the large uh, home improvement store that Bridge recently signed, they could start using this because that large with large home improvement stores, their ad budgets are typically at the department level. So you wouldn't, so it wasn't working before. They couldn't use Cardlytics in the full extent that they can now. Additionally, budgets from brands and CPGs who previously couldn't place without product level offers are now unlocked. Therefore, there will not only be benefits to existing Cardlytics advertisers, but many more new advertisers uh, that will now be able to place offers for the first time, including current bridge clients. It's not like they have to go sign up all these people. There's existing bridge clients too who can start using this. And so for all of you that have a paid subscription on my Substack, I put a link here. They'll take you directly to the list of who I have as confirmed, suspected potential bridge partners. Uh, but more advertisers uh, just in general who can now start using Cardlytics increases the odds of a user seeing a relevant and attractive offer and increases engagement, redemption, and ARPU or average revenue per user. The new ad server has additional benefits and this is how they reach the 50% MAU goal. So Chase being on the new user experience confirms that, car, uh, that Chase is now on the new ad server since the new ad server is required first before a bank can roll out the new user experience. In addition to the new user experience and those new offer constructs, the new ad server also unlocks the new ads marketplace, which would allow for real-time adjustments based on inventory and allow for the potential for auction-based or dynamic pricing. Uh, and so even despite those layoffs that happened last year, Carlos was still, with the few positions they were hiring, was trying to hire someone for the ads marketplace, showing this is something important that will be rolling out. 
You also have uh, unlocking machine learning and improved targeting of offers. Uh, again, Carlyx said they needed cloud first to unlock the machine learning for targeting. Uh, therefore, with this new AWS ad server in the cloud, uh, they should be able to start doing this. Uh, again, maybe not day one, but over time. And Carlyx has been hiring uh, for roles in this area. There's further optimization. Before, on the old ad server, there was like 18 different versions, each bank on a different version. Now with everyone on the cloud, they'll be on the same uh, ad server, the same version, which will allow for... Uh, easier and more optimization uh, self-service offers before with us bank being the only bank on the new ad server they were the that was that was the only bank where the offers placed for self-service and so even if self-service isn't a focus right now this now unlocks that more where there's much more makes it more worth it much more for an advertiser rather than just on the few a uh, few million maus on us bank now it opens up with chase so there's much more scale to start using the new uh using self-service and it could also unlock the self-service for banks engage so not all this will incur day one but now with chase on the new ad server it makes it a possibility that wasn't previously there. We also know now that this is how uh, Cardlytics got to the 50% MAU goal because they said Chase, if they, in the past, even before it was announced, they said if Chase is on the new ad server, it's the easiest way to get to the 58% MAU goal. So that's how they hit that back in uh, third quarter last year. And so even though all the signs previously po like pointed towards Chase being that bank, this video that was posted yesterday was the first time we've had a hundred percent confirmation that chases the bank that's on the new ad server. Uh, Cardlytics has said the key thing was getting 50% of MAUs uh, to, on this new ad server with the new user experience because it's enough scale to start unlocking some of these new offer constructs and making it worth it uh, for the advertiser. Similar to the product or similar to self-service before there wasn't enough scale to make it worth it. Same thing with like product level offers and all these other offer constructs. It's now worth it because there's uh, over 50% of the MAUs are now on this new user experience and the new ad server. So what, what does this mean? Like even how, how, what else can we read into this? Well, what about the discussion regarding FIG? So while this is maybe less on investors' minds now, uh, given the ongoing bridge dispute, which should be wrapping up soon, it is quite the 180 <laughs> from everyone thinking that Chase was dropping Cardlytics and, you know, and soon, they thought it was going to happen already, that Chase was going to drop Cardlytics for FIG and then the stock was quickly sold off in a, in a large amount, but now it's a 182. Now Chase being the first and only big bank on the new ad server, and now the first to launch the new user experience. I mean, it's just a complete difference. I mean, if you were going to drop Cardlytics, I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't now you know what eight months later after your acquisition of Fig go and install this new uh, the new ad server and then move to the new user experience. It's just complete difference of what everyone thought was going to happen. And while Chase could still be building out Fig to eventually replace Cardlytics, the probability of Chase and Fig doing that and then dropping Cardlytics are now significantly lower with this well, this new finding and seeing that Chase is on the new ad server and the new user experience. Beyond Chase just even saying that Fig was instead for SMBs, which also matches all of Chase's other acquisitions that happened at that time that were focused on SMBs. But in addition, Chase adopting the new user experience, the customer value proposition for users increases 
making it much more difficult for Fig to match and surpass Carlyx's offerings. It's not just the the logos and the store level the store offers. You are now introducing a new, a new user interface, new uh, images, new offer constructs, product level offers, uh, time of day offers, uh, local offers, SMB offers. There's just way more now that you have to surpass to make it worth it to switch to Fig. Uh, I also think it could confuse users if Chase rolls out this new user interface and then switch to something else that Fig could be able to adapt to. Uh, or Cartelix introducing many of the new types of offers and the much higher quantity of offers only for Chase then to say, oh yeah, let's go back to Fig and have you know less offers, less attractive offers, uh, less cash back uh, because now we're using affiliate offers. It's just, yes, it can happen, right? But the probability of it, like, it just, it, it's it's way lower now that we see this. Therefore, I think the switching costs increase with Chase now in the new ad server and rolling out the new user experience. So let's go over some of these new uh, enhancements from the new user experience. So the first is the new UI with richer imagery. Uh, up until this point, Chase only had the single logos on their offers, no images. U.S. Bank has been on the new user experience, and we have already heard very good initial results from adding, just adding images within the offers. They did not roll out images on the outside of offers like Chase did. So at Carlyx Investor Day in 2021, they said additionally, the richer imagery is driving substantially more clickouts to advertisers' websites. And so as we saw from the results of the clickouts to advertisers' websites, a picture is really worth a thousand words. They said that premium Im imagery was driving five times the visits to websites on average by just having these images on the inside of offers at U.S. Bank. So we already know, uh, and additionally, so later on, Carlos came out to say, uh, you talk about the new user experience. We compare campaigns in Q4 of 2022, uh, or 2021, sorry, 2021, because this was in January, 2022. We compare campaigns in Q4 of 2021, uh, the same exact campaign they ran on the old experience versus the new experience. And we saw a minimum of 200% increase in click rates. And I think they meant clickout rates. Uh, uh, some campaigns had 400%, actually over 400%. So again, dramatically more clickout rates. Again, not you're, there's some nuance here because not like me, if I had a uh, Dunkin' Donuts offer, I'm not going to click that on average, right? Uh, so there is some nuances of how to think about this. But again, it makes sense of why you would have a higher clickout rates uh, because most people don't spend the time to read the offer and all. I mean, there's just so much text there, but one picture, boom, I don't even know what this place is. Oh, paint. Okay. Well, maybe I do need paint. Like I instantly know what it is. Uh, so Chase looks to have went even one step further though than U.S. Bank and adopted the use of images on the outside of offers and what looks like on all offers. Uh, so even Dosh doesn't do this. They have offers on the out, or they have images on the outside of offers on their featured section, but they still use logos. This looks like there's images on the outside of all offers. This should significantly increase the number of activations and chase from a higher understanding of what the company is selling, such as from these companies that maybe uh, a user has never heard of, right? That they see this name, they don't know what it is, they don't click on it, and they don't use it, and so there's low activations and low redemptions. But now instantly you're like, oh, that company sells paint. Oh, I guess I do need to do that. I, I need that right now. Perfect. It should lead to then higher activation, redemption, and ARPU. The next big thing is new product level offers. Uh, before, we this wasn't a possibility. So receipt level offers, this was at uh, Q4 earnings. Receipt level offers, which are uh, construct tailored to, or are construct tailored to specific product categories, 
or items. So that's where there's categories too, which I'll discuss uh, next. But we're going to discuss about the product level offers at the product level. Uh, these are the offers we are most excited about and for good reason. In an early test, 10% of activations came from customers who had never activated an offer before. And 19% of those customers had never shopped at the retailer in 12 months prior to the activation. So the new it's leading to new users activating offers plus proof of shifting customer spend from advertisers, which are both great to see and both make sense because here's the benefits of a product level offer. They're more relevant to a user since they can be more specific to what they buy rather than just an offer at the store level. Uh, the potential for higher cash back, given there's different margins on different products, and can lead to higher activations and redemptions from customers who may not have known a store even sold that item until seeing the offer in the image uh, or thought to even buy it from there. So an example, before maybe you got a 10% Panera offer, and that might not be that relevant or attractive, but now you're getting a 50% off uh, Panera offer for coffee, which is more relevant, higher cash back, and I might not have even known that Panera had coffee, right? So that leads to higher activation, redemption, and then ARPU. So the early stats above are also great uh, for cross-selling Carlytics advertisers to become bridge clients and start placing product level offers. There are also many advertisers who previously couldn't use Cardlytics without the ability to do product level offers, like the brands and CPGs at the existing ad agencies who are currently using Cardlytics for other clients. So what does that mean? You already are working these ad agencies. They have all these other clients uh, that could start placing offers once there's the new user experience and once they can start placing product level offers. So that means this could happen much sooner than we think. It's not like they're signing up these complete new advertisers out of thin air. It's like we they have these existing relationships with these large ad agencies with these clients. So I did, again, I added a list of confirmed sus uh, suspected and potential bridge clients uh, who could start be, that could be placing these product level offers. Some are some big names. So for all of you with the paid subscription on Substack, use this link, goes directly there and you can start reading through all of those. There's, there's a lot there. Uh, just to get some idea of what we can see, Dosh did do a test of product level offers in the past with Rite Aid. So you can just kind of get a visual. And again, at the 2021 Investor Day, same thing, Carlyx showed uh, what it looked like with some product level offers. Again, there's also category level offers. Uh, and then Carlytic said uh, merchant category code or category code offers, which allow bank funded campaigns that are targeted to specific types of transactions, such as gas or grocery offers. In a test with a large bank partner, we saw around a 2x increase in redemption dollars of a standard campaign. So a 2x increase in redemptions is extremely large. And at first I had to think about this. Well, what they're specifically talking about here is because they're talking about the bank funded ones, which I believe like the reason for this large 2X in redemptions was due to being able to uh, use these offers at many different places, which is likely why they were bank funded. It wasn't, it wasn't a company or advertiser specific, like these two from Chase. There was one for $5 off groceries, when you spend, I think, $5 or more, and then $5 at restaurants, when you spend $5 or more. So they were great offers, you could use them anywhere. Um, and so that partially explains why there was higher redemption in these category type offers. And note, I think the reason why these worked without the new user experience was they were just looking at debit and credit card transactions on the bank statements and seeing it like what stores they shopped at rather than looking at the product level. So this is why I believe adding bridge on the new user experience will allow for individual stores to start saying, hey, $5 off groceries at Target. Um, so while Carlytics might not see 2X in redemptions at 
five dollars at groceries at you know Kroger or twenty percent uh, off you know home decor at Target. There will be an improvement versus just store level offers. You know, similar to the product level offers, this will lead to higher activation and redemptions because they're more relevant offers and they're higher cash back because there's different margin profiles in a store. So like there's higher margins uh, at Target at the home decor section, so they can offer higher cash back, which is much more attractive. And again, just imagine that now you have a picture of the home decor. So now you're thinking about it and you see the higher cash back rather than just a logo of Target with you know, 5% back. Uh, so unlocking category level offers will also unlock the associated ad spend uh, where the advertising budgets are at the department level. So this is includes, I already said, that big bridge client uh, or so, there's even other ones that have their advertising budgets at the department level and before we're not using Cardlytics for this reason. And so again, I have a list for you that if you're a paid subscriber in Substack, you can check that out. We'll also should see more spend stretch offers. What are these? So uh, Carlix mentioned that spend stretch offers or the ability to incentivize a set of customer spending in a certain range to increase their spending on their next visit. An example would be a customer who spends $20 on average receiving a $5 discount if they spend 40 or more. So uh, Krim mentioned the United Airlines example where if you earn 5% when you spend 50 or more, but you earn 10% when you purchase an Economy Plus ticket. He mentioned that it's better for the consumer since more cash back, drives higher engagement so that banks are happy and advertisers get a better ROI since they have a better margin on these premium tickets. Uh, Panera has done this in Dosh, so you can get an idea. And again, look at this is an example: the richer imagery. And again, instead of just text with the with the richer imagery and the uh, even on text, it's just much more easier to see. But again, the higher you spend, ten dollars, two percent. If you spend over twenty bucks. 4%, you spend over 50 bucks, 6%, incentivizing you to spend more. Uh, again, uh, Shake Shack has done something similar on Dosh. So, so while we've already seen a spend stretch offer on Chase, even before the new user experience, I think uh, Cardlytics has been waiting to roll out more of these offers until the new user experience, uh, such as from all the advertisers who are using them on Dosh. Because again, Shake Shack, I haven't seen them use this on Cardlytics, uh, only on Dosh. Same thing with Panera. And so I feel the new UI will be able to make this clear for users uh, instead of just all the little text, both inside and outside the offers leading to higher redemptions. And then if there's more redemptions, advertisers will see that this is working. So they'll start placing it more and you have a nice feedback loop. New time of day offers such as breakfast only, late night only, uh, non-busy times, should help businesses lean to further use of Cardlytics since now the offers and what they're doing here isn't just about, you know, it's also about now optimizing the business. So when combined with push notifications, they could create quite the appealing offers. And what's interesting, supposedly some clients like McDonald's has already expressed interest in having time of day offers. Uh, so this even matches Cardlytics using them as an example. There's also more enhanced intro offers. So one of the first things I noticed on that video from Cardlytics, uh, was is with those intro offers. So before you actually go into the full offer section, there's now six, you can have anywhere from six to 12 offers instead of just the three. There might even be more offers than that, but there's much more offers. So now uh, on the intro side, so it's more likely at least one offer is a relevant and an attractive offer for a user to start using Carlytics offers and click to see what other offers there are rather than just three where maybe none of those are attractive to any given user. The image is on the outside of the offer instead of just the logo. So this 
increase the probability of seeing the offers, understanding what they are, and clicking to learn more. And there's also a scrolling feature. Rather than like US Bank, we have just to click to see the next set of three. The scrolling just makes it much easier and more likely that the user is going to see more offers that they might find more uh, worth clicking on. And now new local and SMB offers. So the new user experience, the new UI, as we saw in that video, had the better categorization and organization. And so this makes it easier for users to find offers that are relevant to them rather than just 150 plus offers that are all just listed below, right? You might not find what, you know, what you're looking for. This also is what Carlux was waiting for before adding too many new local offers. Uh, again, so you don't have 150 offers in one spot, such as from third-party content uh, providers that they've been working with, or even the offers from their acquisition of entertainment. Carlux said they were waiting to roll this out until a bank was on the new user experience. So to get an idea, this is Chicago and New York on entertainment and dining offers only. So this is big news with Chase moving the new uh, user experience. If you want more Carlex information and sooner, I've recently added a significant number of notes and thoughts and analysis uh, to the Carlytics research notes, such as all the notes regarding uh, the 2022 Q4 earnings and updated liquidity analysis, factoring bridge and the bridge earnouts and the dispute and much more. So for all of you that already have the paid subscription, there's a ton of you that signed up this month, which is great. You can find out more, uh, some of the, like, some of this information was in this last update post, so I put a link here. Uh, and there, since that update post, there has been a lot, especially regarding the drawdown of the LLC. So if you want access to all the information, including a lot of information not within this post, and be able to read in real time, make sure you join others and upgrade to the full subscription over on Substack. I'll put a link down below. Everyone, thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed this video. This is big news. It's exciting. Uh, I look forward to seeing more, and I'll keep you all updated. Thanks, everyone. See you in the next one.